the Gilda's maximum lawyers community of legal entrepreneurs who are taking their businesses and lives to the next level. As a Guild member, you'll build relationships, be held accountable, and learn strategies specifically designed to get you unstuck and accelerate your plan for growth. Members are also granted exclusive access to masterminds hosted around the country. Our next event is coming up, and we're heading to Scottsdale, Arizona. There's something truly magical about the power of these in-person connections where real-time breakthroughs happen. Picture this. You're surrounded by like-minded law firm owners tackling your business and mindset challenges together. The energy is electric, the insights are transformative, and the results are game-changing. Investing in yourself is the best decision you'll ever make. The knowledge, strategies, and breakthroughs you'll gain are priceless assets that will supercharge your practice and propel you forward. Join the Guild and secure your ticket to Scottsdale at the best possible price by visiting maxlawevents.com. I'm Jordan Gardner with Law Student Connect, and this is the Maximum Lawyer Podcast. Well, Jim, that was an interesting episode. I, th- I think that uh, Law School Connect, it's really cool. I think it's a really neat product or service, whatever you want to consider it. Something I'd not really thought about. Uh, I, 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 don't, as, I think, like I said, like 10 years ago, 12 years ago, I wouldn't have, I don't think I would have personally used this as a law student. But if I were a law student now, I would probably totally use it because you can make extra money. You can get more experience. I think it's, I think it's a great idea. You know, I think back to when I started working with Kelsey Bratcher on, you know, automating my firm and stuff. And he's always been a big proponent on like finding the best in class of each thing. And so now our law firm is really sort of an amalgamation of services and softwares and all that stuff. And I just think that as the legal field slowly, slowly, slowly moves into the technological world, that we're just going to see more and more startups like this that see one little thing inside the industry that they can fix and then optimize it and maximize it and turn it into something bigger than just a service that they use themselves. I totally agree. And it's, it's a, it's a shift towards web services. And what I mean by that is like, like, like I think of like hello divorce, right. Or I think, I think of um, Joey Vitale's, I'm drawing a blank on the name of his, his company now, his trademark service. I just can't think of, the, think of it right now. But uh, I, it, all of it's being shifted towards that. It's very, very specialized, right? And I, I think you're right. It really is. And even when it comes to law students, or you're talking about law clerk, right? Um, you, you mentioned that during the episode. There is a push towards that. And I, I think there's, I think some people w- that would worry them, but there's there's plenty of room for all of us in those spaces, right? There's the, the physical space, the trial lawyers, we're still going to exist, right? It's not going to force us. I will tell you, you may want to consider some sort of online immigration product that kind of pushes it more into that space. I I think that might be a good idea for for immigration lawyers. There are some services like that and most of them suck, but yeah, I think that's definitely an opportunity for all of us. And and you're right. It's really that hyper niching down. It's that one, just finding one little pain point and then working to fix it. I was listening to an interview with Sarah Blakely from Spanx today. And she said, you know, you find that problem and then you love on your clients and try to make it better for them. And and I think that's sort of what we're seeing. I think that, you know, with the legal industry, you know, obviously the big services started first, you know, CRM, websites, SEO, all that stuff. And now we're at a point where people are really drilling down into the sort of the more remote areas of the practice. Yeah, I agree. Well, I love it. I think it's I think it's a great idea. I can't wait to test it out myself. So I'm, I'm curious to see how it goes. So very cool. Awesome. Well, I think people are really going to enjoy the show. Run your law firm the right way. The right way. This is the Maximum Liar Podcast. Maximum Liar Podcast. Your 
hosts, Jim Hacking and Tyson Mutrix. Let's partner up and maximize your firm. Welcome to the show. Welcome back to the Maximum Lawyer Podcast. I'm Jim Hacking. And I'm Tyson Mutrix. What's up, Jimmy? Tyson, my friend, it's good to see you. We haven't done a show in a while. I guess we have, but it's it's always good to connect and have great guests like we have on today. I'm excited about hearing his entrepreneurial journey. And I always love it when we meet lawyers who do something beyond uh, running a firm and sort of starting a business where they find a need. I do too. I, I think it's funny. You say that now, but there have been times where you bitch about people starting side hustles. So don't tell me you're always excited. I think you just happen to be excited this one by this one in particular. That could be true. <laughs> That's totally true. But no, I'm excited about it too. So it's good to see you as well. I don't know if we recorded last week. Maybe we did. I don't remember. But maybe that's why you feel like you've not seen me in a while. I don't know. But, well, you want to uh, go ahead and introduce Jordan? I do. So let's go ahead and get started. I like this bio. Uh, Jordan, it starts by this. It says, the first time I sat across the table from my senior partner and watched him strike my time entries from a client's bill was a defining moment in my life. So I, I like that. I like the how you have a bio that tells a story. But Jordan, he is the, I guess, the founder of Law Student Connect. And I'm gonna, we're going to let Jordan talk about Law Student Connect and what it is and all that. But before we get to that, Jordan, tell us about your journey and how you got to where you are now. And I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that that story is going to be part of your journey. Yes. Yes, it is. Thank you. Uh, thanks, Tyson. I like to tell that story uh, because it really truly was a defining moment. It's a hard moment. I graduated law school went to UNLV, uh, graduated in 2013 uh, and started. So so kind of at the tail end of a terrible time to start out as an attorney, <laughs> a hard time to get a job. I took a job that looking back, I probably wouldn't recommend too many young attorneys do uh, due to the compensation structure, or is really, really eat what you kill, right? And uh, it was a 50% of whatever you collect. So I use that story, you know, that, that's it's a fun way to introduce myself, but also it's not fun. It was a terrible time because the reality was that at the end of any case, sit down with a partner who was managing that case and, and you watch all that research time that I put in and all that extra drafts I put in and you're watching strike, strike. And that just means that's my income. That's my dinner. That's my family, right? And so uh, that's when I started creating this idea of Law Student Connect. But before we get to that, uh, I was in private practice for only a couple of years uh, before, uh, well, let's see, I think two, two and a half years in, in a small firm in Southern Utah, small firm, about 10 attorneys. And I was pretty quickly talked out of that to go to an in-house counsel role which brought me up here to, I'm currently in Idaho. So I uh, came up here with a healthcare company and did that stint for about a year before they had me switch over to, well, and I opted to switch over to operations uh, because that's more where my passion lies rather than in the legal seat. I like to be on the business end of things, definitely more passionate about the business and even the business of law rather than the practice of law. And it was here in Idaho. I met my co-founder, pitched him on the idea in the, towards the end of uh, 2018. And we both jumped shipped from our current jobs in the following March and said, let's do this full time and try and build something here. So then we, we jumped into Law Student Connect. So I always love to think about that day before you left your old job. <laughs> 
and then the day that you started your new job. I always ask our guests about that. So talk to us about what that last day was like. And then you have this idea. How do you start implementing? Our day, for sure. My co-founder is much more entrepreneurial. He's an attorney, but has had a lot more entrepreneurial experiences. And I asked him the question, how long am I going to feel undervalued? <laughs> you know, in my current, in all the jobs that I had had up till then. And he said, as long as you let them undervalue you. And that was kind of a defining point as well that I decided, yeah, I've got, I've got to strike it out on my own. I'm kind of a control freak. I like to be in the driver's seat. I don't like to be an employee as much. And uh, that was kind of the, I guess, the straw that the statement that broke the camel's back that sent me over the edge to say, you know what, let's, let's do this. Let's take a risk. And thankfully I was in a position where I could take a risk. I mean, that's a, that's a big part of it. Uh, my wife has a pretty steady income that allowed me to step back and chase a dream for a while. So, and then the day after is like you're going into the wild west, <laughs> uh, trying to figure out, uh, trying to carve out a plan of, okay, how are we going to do this? How are we going to fund this? What does it look like? And those early days, what we thought it was going to look like is not what it looks like now. <laughs> That's fair. So Jordan, I'm really curious. If you compare practicing law to, to running this startup, Give me the differences and, and, and the similarities between the two. So what I struggled with in law practice, I'm a, I'm a pretty people-oriented person. I was surprised, and, and this is probably the nature you know, of being a young attorney as well, but I was a bit surprised at the lack of human involvement that I had, right? And that was actually very hard on me. Uh, you know, it, it was really go in and sit in front of your computer for 10 hours a day and that in an environment that felt like you're working in a library. So that's how I'm going to paint that picture <laughs> compared to, you know, the, the, uh, what I'm doing now, I have a lot more free reign to what I, what I really enjoy doing about what I'm, uh, what I am doing now with law student connect is connecting with attorneys and law students, right? I, I take time to uh, have calls with law students and offer some guidance where I can. And I find a lot of satisfaction out of that. I love meeting with attorneys for feedback. I've done that for the last, really made that a focus of the last probably eight months is meeting with some of our users, finding out what they like, finding out what their practice is about and seeing how we can, help come up with some solutions for maybe some of the problems that uh, they're having. And that kind of problem solving, I appreciate a lot more. And even though the life cycle of, of building out an app is quite long, it's um, I would still say that the, uh, uh, the fruits of your labor are often realized quicker than they can be in practicing law, right? Because sometimes that can drag on for an awful long time. And, and that immediate satisfaction is uh, hard to come by. I think it's funny that you started your career in Las Vegas, where our friends Talitha and Kristen started Law Clerk Legal. And and I'm, I'm just wondering if you guys have knife fights when you're going down the strip. No, that's, uh, yeah, that's, it's really interesting because when I started, if I go back through their history, we were starting at the same kind of same time. I started, uh, so like <laughs> I worked with a design company and registered the domain and everything in 2015. And I think that's when they were starting theirs as well, but neither of us really picked up steam. I think if I looked fairly recently that they kind of really launched 2019. And I'm not sure if that's, that's accurate or not. I think I see, had seen that previously. 
And I had put this when I took the in-house counsel job, I put this on the shelf and left it for a few years until I pitched my co-founder. And it's interesting to see where they are now. And I often kick myself for, for not staying with it, but I don't see lawclerk.legal as a competitor. I see that as a bit of, if you're looking for outsourced high-skilled labor, I still send people that direction. I say, you know, don't come to me for a law student. This is where they're trying to learn, cut their teeth, and you have an opportunity to help mentor. That's where you need to be if what you're looking for is, you know, a nuanced water law <laughs> issue or, or something like that. And, and even beyond that, right? If um, there is a limit, there is a limit to what I feel comfortable with law students doing. There's, uh, that's still a bit higher than what most attorneys feel comfortable with law students doing. So, so far, no, there's been no knife fights, uh, nothing like that. And, and so far, I, I don't feel like we're in that same competitive space. Also, that's not necessarily our goal. Our goal is not to be a marketplace as the end game. That's kind of the fuel that drives our other mission of helping to redefine and change the way that we hire entry level law students. We use the marketplace as a, as sort of fuel to get feedback, get uh, performance data and, and keep law students interested in coming back to see what other job prospects are out there. So let's talk a little bit more about Law Student Connect, though. Tell people about the platform, how they get access to it, how students get access to it. Tell us what people do. Tell us about all that. Yeah. So Law Student Connect, what we're hoping to be is the easiest way to work with law students remotely, right? So it is an online platform. Access it. You don't have to download an app from the App Store. Access it at or skip the WW, just type in lawstudentconnect.com and you'll get there. But it is basically an online marketplace at this point for attorneys to outsource work to law students. It takes less than five minutes for an attorney to get on, create an account, and subject to our approval, we'll go through and verify the attorney status, active status, and then post a project, right? And those projects typically are, we're seeing a lot lately of things like blog posts, things like complaint filings, definitely research, obviously research. That's kind of the bread and butter for a law student. What's some of the interesting ones are we get a few attorneys who will post saying, Hey, I, I don't know much about this practice area or this type of business. Can you give me a one page summary of the rules around this operating this business in this state or something like that? Right. Another one, I'm helping an immigration attorney right now, trying to come up with you know, he's, he's just starting out. So how can we utilize law students to help sort of babysit the process of document collection, <laughs> right? <laughs> so that he's not on the phone every few days saying, hey, where are these documents at? I can't move forward if uh, you don't give these to me. Well, I've got 100 law students that want that kind of a practical experience. You know, and, and while that's the worst part of your day, that might be the most interesting part of their day. <laughs> right. So we're seeing a lot of those kind of projects and also just kind of document review. We had a, our, our largest project just came through, which was review 18,000 emails <laughs> over the course of a month. And if you're looking for big law experience, there it is. <laughs> There's your first year of big law experience. You won't get a better uh, a better project. So Jordan, is there a funnel? I mean, do you have like a funnel where these people could be potential hires for these law firms? That's the goal. Yeah, absolutely. That's the goal. And 
Right now, I've pulled back on that a little bit because we've got to hit a critical mass of law students before we open up that job board. I kind of I launched the job board and this project board at the same time, and we just weren't getting enough applicants on the job posts that were out there uh, because you know at, at 250 at 500 students, you think well spread across 50 states. That's not too many law students per area, geographical area. And so when you really when unless you're looking for remote work. But if it's an in-office job, we just weren't seeing that kind of traction yet. So I pulled that off of the platform with the idea that let's get to a critical mass of students. And I've set some arbitrary goals of what that is. And we will reopen that. But that is the goal. Is, is and, and we saw it happen yesterday, actually. I, had a, I met with a student a month ago, had a really niche goal. She's a 1L, hopes to get into health law policy. And I told her that's hard to carve out as a 1L student, even as a 3L student, you're just, you know, there is a path that you have to follow. But I was able to go through our list and say, okay, who's in our platform that's a health law attorney? And we were able to track someone that hadn't posted any projects yet. I said, hey, I reached out and told them I've got this student and would really like to get in here. I see that's kind of on the the tangents of what you're doing. Uh, And he ended up posting a project. I checked in with him yesterday and she's now interviewing for a summer associate position there as a one out, which is, which is fantastic, right? Because that's where her career aspirations are taking her, but she's also, I think she's based. I can't remember where she's based, but she hopes to go to DC and that's pretty far outside of her career services, <laughs> geographical domain. And that's kind of where we can step in and say, look, let's erase the geographical boundaries that limits your career services. And let's connect you with attorneys where you want to go back to practice, regardless of where you're at school. Have you ever felt overwhelmed with everything there is to do within your legal practice? How do you keep up with your legal work while making time for growing your practice and attracting clients? Do important things like deadlines and even your family fall through the cracks? This is why you should join us at the number one conference for legal entrepreneurs, Max LawCon. We're going to be focused on helping practices scale and bringing calm to the order. This conference is curated in order to accelerate your implementation. Based on where you are in your legal practice, we're going to help you identify exactly what is most important right now. When you leave Max LawCon, you go home with complete clarity focus and a plan to make 2022 your best year ever and not only your best year in terms of revenue but your best year in terms of time time back with your family more time to do the work that is in your zone of genius only taking the clients that you like and more money in your pocket it's all at the maximum lawyer conference Max LawCon is a two-day event on Thursday June 2nd and Friday June 3rd in St. Charles Missouri Seats are filling fast. Grab yours today at www.maxlawcon2022.com. You're listening to the Maximum Lawyer Podcast. Our guest today is Jordan Gardner, one of the founders of Law Student Connect. I'm wondering, Jordan, what's your biggest pain point? Is it is it finding lawyers to be sort of mentor and employers? Is it to find qualified law students? I mean, most law students I knew when I was in law school, like this would have been beyond me. And, and I was always looking for like a local job. So what kind of an education do you have to do for law students and what's your biggest headache? Yeah, so law students, they're hungry for this. So we don't have a problem getting law students. And I get several law students signing up a day. The attorneys is definitely the pain point. And that's just 
FaceTime, <laughs> really getting that FaceTime is, is tough. And I, I get it. I was in that every time somebody walked into my office, I was thinking, this is a point two, I'll never get back. <laughs> you know, when, when, as soon as somebody opens their mouth. <laughs> and, and so I, I understand that. And we're trying to overcome that. I'm super hopeful actually for the feature that we are currently hyper-focused on is adding a legal assistant sub-user. And why am I so excited for that? Because if I can create this sub-user account that can go in and post a project subject to that attorney's approval. So say that attorney just gets an email that says, hey, this project's ready for you to approve, log in and approve, and let that legal assistant kind of manage that creation as well as selecting the candidate. Then I think that's going to be game-changing because what we're going to do is offer a, a weekly webinar training the legal assistants, how to do it, how to use the system. So if I can say, hey, Jim, Tyson, I know you don't got time for this. However, we've got a weekly training here. I'd love to train one of your legal assistants, let them sit through this and and see if it'd be right for your firm and see if uh, you can find any value in it. So I'm hopeful that uh, little features like that will uh, really be game-changing in getting some attorney involvement. So I'm really fascinated by this whole idea, this whole concept. I think it's a great idea. And this is something that I don't think would have worked 10 years ago. I think it'll work now. But have you had any pushback from law students by because they maybe want to have that line item on their resume? Like, I worked for this firm for this internship. Are you getting any pushback for things like that? No. And that's kind of been, a, you're touching on something. It's been a bit of a surprise for me. A lot of our law students already have that internship. This is what they're doing on top of it, right? So as I've sought some feedback, some of our students or a lot of our students are only hoping for one to 10 hours a month, you know, because they're either waiting for a clerkship to start or an internship to start, or this is what they're doing, say on the weekends or, or even just during the school year. So it kind of plays a different role on the resume light item, but, uh, what role that does play is that we're really helping them create, what am I trying to think of? Writing samples, right? Writing samples of various types of work that you probably wouldn't, you, you may not get, but also in its unedited form, right? As you get onto the platform, you'll see we, we collect testimonials from the attorneys. So we're, we're almost trying to replace and not replace, but uh, maybe supplement the reference letter with now a quick, short testimonial from a hundred attorneys, right? If I can get a Google review of, uh, of a law student from a hundred different people, there's some value there. And that, that's kind of the resume line items that we're, that we're trying to, to be. So what do lawyers need to know about using your service? Like if, what can we do? I mean, our listeners are all law firm owners, right? So right. we're like, your, we're your sweet spot. We're your target market. Make the pitch best you yeah. can for, for why people should think about this. How does it benefit the law firm owners? Yeah. So what I really think the sweet spot is, is when you're in those inflection points where you're not sure if you're ready to grow, you're not sure if you're ready to make that higher, right? Or maybe you're starting out right? And you need that extra bandwidth. You need some time. You need something that's probably a little more skilled than what you might find outsourcing overseas, right? I use this example. I was talking to a firm out of Arizona that needs some blog articles written and their frustration. And it's been my frustration in the past when I've sought blog articles 
from international riders that sometimes it, it, it takes on three different drafts, right? The draft that uh, they give you back, the draft that you had to redo and the draft that whoever's approving it has to redo. So what you get out of a law student is someone that is in the subject matter in a very intense way that can probably offer some insights, offer some writing that you're going to see exceeds that skill level that one you might find find overseas. Now, I don't want to say that that blog writing is our specialty and that's not what we what we are focused on. But going back to the question, where does this fit? If you need five hours, 10 hours, 20 hours, that doesn't quite justify making a hire over the course of a month. I mean, five, 10, 15, 20 hours over the course of a month. And, and maybe that work is not as routine or as predictable as you feel comfortable with making a hire. This is a way that you can say, I'm going to get some quality work on an on-demand basis from a law student who's also looking, you know, maybe their goal is not to work for you either. Maybe their goal is just to gain some experience in the practice area or just to gain some experience in general. That's where I see this fitting is if you've got a need of one to 20 hours a month, we would love to talk to you. <laughs> I love it. Good stuff. I've already signed up. So I'm, I'm looking forward to, to trying it out. So I, I heard uh, a notification going off in my ear. And so I, I thought that might be you. <laughs> nice. Very cool. So Jordan, if people have questions about the service, how do they get in touch with you? You can find me just about any, anywhere. I'm in the Facebook group, but uh, if you get in on the website or on the app at lawstudentconnect.com, you'll see a little chat icon that goes directly to me as well. And uh, full website to get started, try.lawstudentconnect.com. Very good. We do need to wrap things up. Before I do, I want to remind everyone to join us in the big Facebook group. There's a lot of great activity going on. Go to more high-level conversation. Go to maxlawguild.com. Remember to get your tickets to MaxLawCon 2022. Go to MaxLawCon 2022.com. And as you're listening to the rest of this episode, please give us a five-star review. Helps us spread the love. Excellent. Jimmy, what's your hack of the week? This week in the Guild, one of our members expressed how she's been stressed out since the start of the year. And everybody chimed in with great tips and ideas and ways to sort of lessen that stress. And they they range from meditation to exercise, all these great things. And I bring that up because whether you join the Guild or not, owning a law firm is a very isolated process. And it's the situation where no one else in your firm really knows what you're going through. So whether you join the guild or some other place, make sure that you have the support that you need to let that steam out. I'm sure that the person who posted that felt much better, not just from the wonderful suggestions that she got from the other guild members, but also just from the simple act of putting it down on to you know, the Facebook post. So I think there's just great value in, in having a team of people that understand what you're going through and to have that release. Excellent stuff. I think it's great advice, Jimbo. Jordan, we always ask our guests to give a tip or a hack. Do you have a tip or a hack for us? Yes. I have been obsessed in the last two weeks uh, over text expander. If you're not familiar with text expander, maybe you are, maybe this has already been a previous suggestion, but for about $2 a month, <laughs> it's a little app, type in six keystrokes and populate a full paragraph, predefined paragraph of whatever you want. So I use that a lot lately. 
Excellent. Very good. All right. So my tip, I, I don't know if I have it here. I thought I had it on my desk, but I don't. I know I've talked about it in the guild. I don't think I've talked about it on the podcast, but I'm going to give you, if I have, I've got another bonus that goes with this as well. So I bought this DJI Mimo. It's a camera. So it's this handheld camera. So if you're on video, you can actually see it. So it's this little handheld camera. And if you're listening to the podcast, just search DJI Mimo, M-I-M-O. It's an amazing handheld camera. It's got a built-in joystick. It is amazing. You can control the camera from your phone remotely. So they're from their phone app, you can actually remotely control the camera. It's amazing. But they've got this additional app that goes with it that you don't even need the camera for. It's called Light Cut. So L-I-G-H-T-C-U-T that you can take a group of videos or photos and then just click a button and it will cut together a like promo video for you. Like you just with one click, you don't have to do anything else. It'll add the music. It'll have, it, it has some built-in text. You can add text if you want, but it really is cool. So if you, if you shot like a pretty long video, you can actually put these videos together and it'll splice it together and create a promo video for you for the beginning of the video. It's really, really cool. Or if you want like a social media promo video for promoting something, it's really awesome. So it's fantastic. So I really, really recommend it. It's called Light Cut. All right, Jordan, thank you so much for joining us. Really appreciate it. I think this is a great idea. Uh, I, I wish you the best of luck. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thanks, Perfect. Jordan. And just one last tip for everybody who's listening. I just Googled Law School Connect and be careful because it wants to suggest Connecticut. So just make sure that you click Law School Connect and not Connecticut. <laughs> That's good advice. Yeah, so be careful. Just type in Law School Connect.com. So thanks, Jordan. Appreciate it. Thank you. Bye. See you, bud. Thanks for listening to the Maximum Lawyer Podcast. To stay in contact with your hosts and to access more content, go to MaximumLawyer.com. Have a great week and catch you next time.